Hey guys, uh, this is Joe. Welcome to a new month of fresh content and new podcast episodes from Right Way. We're really excited that you're here. I just wanted to hop on real quick to tell you that we're really excited to announce that we're going to be partnering up with Book Pipeline of Pipeline Media Group to sponsor some submission drives for their annual book contests. Now, we've talked about Book Pipeline before. Their executives have been on the show. We're huge fans. We'll actually link to that episode in the show notes so you can listen. Uh, Pipeline Media Group is a network and a platform for content creators that connects aspiring artists with their industry. So Book Pipeline is a gateway for aspiring authors. One of the most important components of how they do what they do are their annual contests, uh, unpublished and adaptation. Now you can find out more information about their contests at bookpipeline.com, but suffice to say, we're going to be giving away some opportunities to submit your manuscripts to these contests, entry fees paid. More details to come, but suffice to say, keep your ears here on the Right Way Podcast for more information on how we're gonna get your manuscript seen by the right people. Hey guys, welcome to Right Way, a podcast where we give you insight to make informed decisions about your writing career. I'm your host, Rhea Fry, multi-published author and CEO and founder of Right Way. And I'm Joe Tower, writer, media producer, and Right Way's executive editor. On this podcast, Rhea and I will take an inside look at the publishing industry with honest and straightforward shop talk. So when you do get published, you'll know exactly what to do the right way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Right Way Podcast, the first podcast of February, and our first Coffee and Trades Yay, of 2021. I missed, it. Yeah. I missed Coffee and Trades. Our favorite. I have a I have a small uh, confession to make. I'm not drinking coffee. I'm not drinking coffee either. I'm drinking water because I had all the coffee this morning <laughs> drank, and it was delicious. I already- I already drank all the coffee and it's gone. Yes, so, it is gone. Um, we are talking today about some highly anticipated books uh, of the month of February. And of course, since it's February, we are talking romance. Romance. I don't think we've ever talked about like romance books on uh, this podcast. But, you know, I feel like romance is still this genre that people kind of either love or shy away from, but it's really changed a lot. I feel like in that a lot of these romance books are really more contemporary fiction books with romantic elements. So it's not all like bodice ripping, you know, (laughs) like 50 shades of gray. I happen to like the bodice ripping. Yes. I'm sort of into any, any romance book that like incorporates like like takes place on a pirate ship. I'm sort of into. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh that's God. so. I, that's so dismissive. I, I. I. I am not classically a romance uh, novel reader, but um, I, I could. I, I could see some of these that that I. I, I might actually. Uh, I might actually peek at. I might well, have, let's kick it off. What do we got? Uh, the first one at the top of the list, um, anticipated romance books. Uh, February 2021 is uh, New York Times bestselling author Casey McQuiston. Uh, One Last Stop. It is a not only an LGBTQ romance, but a time travel romance. Um, August looks forward to seeing Jane every day on the train. Only her subway crush is impossible because Jane is a girl lost in time displaced from the 1970s. You see, this is a romance novel that is catered directly to me. Yes. I'm totally in. 
That is, uh, that's one last stop. Awesome. Uh, next up is a book called Roommate with a very handsome man Smoldering. on the cover by <laughs> USA Today bestselling author Serena Bowen. And the little blurb about this book is, Kieran has a secret that he needs to keep, only it's becoming more and more difficult ever since his new roommate moved in. He can't stop thinking about Roderick, the only person who knows the truth, tempting him to lose everything. Intrigue. So sounds pretty steamy. I'm telling you. So uh, next up on the list, and I think a pretty good indicator of what the through line of the of this uh, new release list is, is handsome men on the cover of the Hands- book. Oh my God, this guy is so handsome <laughs> wow. in a suit. And yeah. A, and a <laughs> cut in a mean figure. This is um, V. Keelan or Vi Keelan. Um, and uh, the book is uh, The Invitation. Uh, Keelan is the number one New York Times bestselling author. Um, it's actually, uh, expected publication was this month. It is a contemporary a romance, and the blurb reads, I first met Hudson Rothschild at a wedding. My attraction to the groomsman was immediate, and our chemistry was off the charts. We were having a great time until he realized I wasn't who he thought he was. What? Well, I, wasn't who, <laughs> I wasn't who he thought I was, I think. I that's, That's when I fled, leaving everything behind, including my cell phone. But who should find it? Yep, the gorgeous and now angry Hudson, who's now hot on my tail. Oh, that shit is steamy. <laughs> so fun. It's such a fun, it's such a fun genre. Um, next up is actually a sports romance. It's called Not My Match by Ilsa Madden Mills. And it says, my teammate and best friend swore me to stay away from Giselle, the sweet girl genius. But when she ends up homeless, I can't help but invite her to live with me. Not only does she need a place to stay, but it's clear she also needs help in the love department, given the crazy men she's finding online. The only problem is the more I play matchmaker for the 24-year-old virgin, the more I want her for my own. Erotic. And again... Uh, I just want to say, um, smoldering, brooding. Yes, these are uh, all men. Dude on the cover. Yeah, absolutely. Next up is USA Today bestselling author Pete Angelico, uh, and the book is How to Save a Life. Riley James has her sights set on goals to achieve, a business to grow, and dreams to achieve. No way is she going to let anyone get in her way, except maybe Jordan West. When tragedy strikes and trusting Jordan with the care of a toddler, he needs all the help. He can get. There you go. That's, yeah, so that's a little bit more contemporary, not straight up, straight yeah. up romance. Um, yeah. Another yeah. kind of, this is more of a romantic comedy, which I actually really tend to love and, and gravitate towards. I think these books are so fun. Uh, but this is Much Ado About You by Samantha Young coming out at the top of this month. And it says, Evie needs some time away, so she books a holiday in a quaint English village that includes a temporary position at the Much Ado, Much Ado About Books bookstore. She loves meeting all the villagers, including Roan Robson, the charismatic and sexy farmer. But a holiday romance can only end in heartbreak, right? Uh, that kind of reminds me of The Holiday. I don't know yeah. if you ever... Yeah. Saw that movie. But yeah, it's always so fun when there's a clean like a fun, English yeah. oh, village involved. <laughs> I love an, like a, a small cottage in a quaint yep. English village. Yeah. That's uh, always a great setting. Um, some more contemporary romance uh, releasing uh, um, this month, uh, February 19th, actually, is Ruthless Creatures by J.T. Geisinger. Um, 
once again, uh, cover with a hot guy, hot dude. Five years ago, my fiance disappeared like a ghost. All that remained were my broken was my broken heart and unanswered questions until Cage, Cage, a man full of mystery and secrets, arrives in town. Our connect our connection is in. I mean, this is totally the. The brooding stranger. Yes, it uh, is. The brooding newcomer to town. Our connection is instant, unlike anything I've ever felt. But when I discover he's tied to my past, I may be the next one to get burned. Ooh. All right. There you go. All right. Don't touch it. It's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is actually an author I really love. She's USA Today bestselling author Megan Quinn. And her book, The Wedding Game, um, comes out March 1st, 2021. And this book is about a crafting genius and jaded divorce lawyer ends up competing on a wedding reality TV show. Despite the fierce competition and their constant bickering, their mutual attraction soon becomes undeniable. So this uh, is considered enemies to lovers romance. This is also such a fun, a fun genre to read. It's like, you know how it's going to end up, but it's, it's just so fun getting there. It's a classic. That is definitely a classic trope right there. The enemies to lovers romance. Um, Next up is another USA Today bestselling author, L.J. Shen, The Devil Wears Black, um, publication in March as well. This falls under the second chance romance and fake relationship romance. Maddie's life is exactly as she wants it. Perfect. The perfect career, the perfect apartment, and the perfect boyfriend. All it took was one ask from her ex, Chase Black, to have her perfect walls come tumbling down even though Chase once broke her heart, she's somehow agreeing to play his fiance so he can fulfill his father's last wish. She's eager to make the arrogant devil squirm in this scheme, but her plan soon backfires when she realizes she's still in love with him. One of my favorite authors that I have recently discovered, actually, um, they go, it's two women, two separate women, but they write together under the name of Christina Lauren. Oh, that's cool. And over the holidays, I just read this adorable book called In a Holidays, uh, which is kind of almost like a Groundhog Day equation where this woman keeps like waking up and living the same day over and over again. But it was such a fun imaginative romantic book and so they're they have a new one coming out though it's not coming out until may but it's called the soulmate equation and this description is a little longer so just settle in for a sec (laughs) it says uh single mom just davis is a data and statistics wizard but she hasn't been a whiz in the dating department raised by her grandparents she's been left behind too often to feel comfortable letting anyone in but when she hears about Genetic Alley, a new DNA-based matchmaking company, she decides to take a chance and dip her toes back into the dating world. Only her match, an unheard of 98% combat- compatibility, is with Genetic Alley's founder, Dr. River Pina, a stubborn man who she knows without a doubt is not her soulmate. Instead of throwing in the towel, she decides to accept Genetic Alley's proposition to pay her to get to know River. And the more she gets to know him, she comes to realize there may be more to the scientist after all. Well, that so, is a fascinating premise. That sounds That's fun. Awesome. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll pick this one up. Are you a romance? I mean, are you a romance book reader? Like, uh... I mean, you know, again, I, I tend to skew a little bit more contemporary fiction. Um, but I have really realized like the 
the books that I gravitate towards reading, like, yes, I read a lot of suspense and thrillers, but I actually really love this genre when it's a little bit more contemporary fiction with romantic elements. I've always loved those books. I think they're so fun and there's something universal about, you know, wanting it to work out <laughs> for two people. So yeah, I, I actually have enjoyed, especially lately, I think with everything that's gone on in the world in 2020, um, I've wanted that escape. So it's been a kind of nice break from a lot of the darker stuff that I tend to read. And just like a little bit hopeful too. I feel like yes. you know, one of the obviously tropes of the, the romance genre is typically uh, our two characters end up together and that's kind of nice right now. You think? That's something. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to assume that you don't read this genre though. I'm not, I'm just not like, a, it's not my, it's not my knee jerk. I don't even know like really if I have a knee jerk genre, but yeah, I don't, Sadly, I think I'm not typically a romance uh, novel reader, but who can say? Maybe I'll start. I'm going to read. Maybe I'll read this one. Soulmate Equation. Maybe I'll read the time travel one. One last stop. I don't know. You know, those sound pretty good to me. Well, um, what's on your um, what, what are some books that are on your I have your, so many. Um, I'm actually currently reading this book this is a nonfiction book called Heart, Breath, Mind by Dr. Leah Lagos. And it is so fascinating. So my husband is, he recently got certified as a breathing coach uh, through XBT. And we have a breathing practice that we do every morning. He is more XBT Wim Hof. And I do a, a bunch of different breathing, but I recently discovered this book and it is all about resonance breathing. So most of us optimally should be breathing around six times per minute, but the average person breathes something like 12 to 20 times per minute. I mean, we're very shallow chest breathers because we don't sit up straight all the time. So this program in her book is a 10 week program of resonance breathing. So for me, that's in for four counts, out for six counts. It's two 20 minute sessions a day of sitting still, belly breathing in for four, breathing out of your mouth for six, which is, I mean, it is so hard for anyone to sit still for 20 minutes now because we're just not used to it. But I'm actually following through with this for the next 10 weeks. And it's been incredible so far. It's really supposed to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and just calm everything down and return your, your heart rate to where it's supposed to be. Um, so I'm reading that and then I'm juxtaposing that with, um, a thriller called Pretty Little Wife. That was a book of the month club pick. Um, it is by a, um, writer who's actually a romance, suspense writer and she decided to break out into a new genre under a pen name so her name's darby kane and oh my god you would love this book joe it's um so the premise is this husband and wife um are kind of like this distant couple he's a he's a teacher and a coach and they've um she's a real estate agent but she was a lawyer and they're both really removed and really reserved and and kind of, you know, they look like the perfect couple, but of course they aren't. And they've both experienced terrible trauma in their lives. And the wife from the very top of the book finds out that her husband has been grooming and seducing and sleeping with his like 15 year old students. So she kills him. I love she it. She kills him and she dumps his body in 
his car, drives it to school one morning and is going about her day and just like, this is like literally off the top of the book. And we're, she's just waiting for the call. She's waiting for like someone to find him. Like, where are they? Where are they? And so someone comes to her house and, and she's like, yeah, he should be at school. And the car that she left there with the body in it is now gone. And she gets these like notes and messages like, well, that didn't go according to plan, did it? So we don't know if the husband is alive or dead. And it is just so great because the reader knows the information up front or some of the information. And she's like done this thing and isn't remorseful about it and thinks her husband is a piece of shit, but he could still be alive. And it's such a fresh take on the typical Who's the thriller. Author again? Her Who's name's the author? Darby Kane, K-A-N-E. And it is so fun. So fun. Also, anything that starts for me with like... I killed they my were husband. The, <laughs> I killed my husband. Or like they they seemed like the perfect whatever, but under the surface. I'm so into under the surface and like the social costumes, social masks. It's the best. Um, not, not to like backtrack, but the breathing thing you you were saying that like the breathing thing has really kind of changed your life a little bit beyond get off on a tangent but i i you you said that a couple times and i definitely for my own health i feel like i have the opposite problem i i think i don't breathe enough i think like i i i there are these moments where like I'll realize that like I'm holding my breath. Oh, I mean, that's, that's how we operate. Yeah. We, we just hold our breath. We breathe from our chest. And again, we're, we sit so hunched over anytime we're slumping forward, our diaphragm doesn't have full, we don't have full access to our diaphragm and it's just wreaked havoc on, on all of our systems and so many preventable diseases and high blood pressure and i mean just just things that can totally be fixed by breathing properly okay because we are talking about health i wanted to geek out for a second over one of the most amazing supplement companies that i found now it's no secret that in a former life i was a health and wellness junkie i still am Uh, i was a personal trainer for 15 years i co-owned a gym I was a plant-based uh, nutrition expert. I was a vegan for 15 years. And I have spent pretty much my entire life researching, trying different things, really trying to get most of my macronutrients and micronutrients from whole foods. But with the state of our food in this country specifically and all of the preventable chronic diseases, sometimes we cannot get everything from the types of food and the sources that we're actually getting it from. So that is where Organifi enters the picture. Now look, I'm not huge on promoting certain supplement companies, but when I find something that I really love and believe in, I will tell anybody and everybody I can. Organifi is like a complete health system. So it's a total body superfood system for more energy, complete wellness, boosted immunity, helping you sleep or detox or whatever it is that you have as your goal. But I love that they have, um, it's called Organifi Balance for a total reset for your probiotic in the morning. Then they have, you know, this green juice, um, which is just a superfood packet, no fillers, no extra crap in it that you can pour in your water to start your day. Then around midday, they have their red juice, which is energizing and 
really contains all of the antioxidants from super colorful red fruits and vegetables. Then at night, they have their gold um, powder, which has turmeric and all kinds of good for you, calming parasympathetic nervous system um, nutrients to help nourish you to sleep. Then they have all kinds of other stuff. If you're into protein powders, if you're into super immunity, you know, building compounds, they have all of that and you can get it in one system. I love the quality of their products too. Again, I am such a research snob and such a supplement snob. I think we over supplement and can over supplement in our culture. So I'm very, very choosy about what I put in my body, what I put in my family's body. But if you're interested in finding out more and really focusing on proactive health versus reactive health, as we all kind of have been in 2020, with COVID, all we've heard about is people getting sick, but there are things that you can do to proactively protect yourself, to boost your own immunity, to really nourish your system so you're not constantly in that fight or flight stress anxiety mode that we've all kind of been in for the last year. So head on over to OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com. Shop anything you want, and then at checkout, just put in the code RIGHTWAY, W-R-I-T-E-W-A-Y, for 15% off absolutely anything. Share the code with anyone you want. Take a stand in your health. You guys, it's really, really important. We can do everything correctly, but really nourishing our systems with the right supplementation can make such a difference for how we are in the world. Uh, yeah, one more thing. One more thing. Well, yeah, one more thing. I have to retrain my yeah, body. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what are uh, you reading currently? I, first of all, I'm um, just plowing through um, Cal Newport's Digital Minimalism, which you got yes. me for Christmas. Um, and? Uh, I love every second of everything this person says. Um, I know he's and, and I really, I think that he, and I think I'm discovering it slowly, but you know, one of, I think one of the, not caveats, but one of the um, specifications he kind of makes to the process of achieving digital minimalism is that he actually thinks that the digital detox is will not net you the results that you want. And as you know, like, I, I mean, we talk about it. We talk about social media all the time. I did purge myself of all social media, I, of all conventional, I guess, mainstream social media. I am still on LinkedIn, which I guess counts. I mean, LinkedIn is just like Facebook in a business suit. I mean, it's no, literally no different. But I I, I, I did, I stayed on LinkedIn to maintain a, a version of connectivity. But everything else I kind of cut out. Now, I feel great. I don't miss it. I think that, I think that reading, reading Cal's book, what I have noticed is that even though I'm not on social media, I'm not sure that my relationship with my phone or with this quote unquote screen itself has changed enough. So I think there's, I think even though I detox the app, the apps themselves, I think I'm still struggling with, with the habit, the ingrained habit of like, uh, clicking open, swiping, clicking, you know, that, that kind of like, um, just second wasting activity. Um, so, so I'm actually going to kind of redo it. 
um, in like according to to um, Newport's method. So I love it. I am so into it. Now, here's my question, though, with that, like, because, again, I devoured that, loved everything about it. And then I rebounded like back to, you know, because I realized, like, if you truly choose a life of digital minimalism, you're closing yourself off from how the most of the world works. And there's just this, I don't know, there's like a disconnect of if you're, yeah, if you're wanting to be an author, if you're running a business, if you're doing anything in the public eye, like really staying true to the way humans were supposed to be in the first place. And it's just such a distraction, not not just social media, but all of the digital shit that we pay attention to. And there's actually a documentary by the minimalists um, on Netflix, um, but just talking about how we're binging on all of the the wrong things and just starving for the things that really matter. And you know, of course, they're they're showing like images of swiping and scrolling and you know responding. Well, and, and that's and, and and that's it, right? And and I think that's not you know we I mean. Again, like one of the big right way, one of the big Joe and Rhea conversations is about the role social media plays in our lives. And and that kind of, you know, what Cal Newport calls it like, or I think it's called like, you know, the attention marketplace, like where, where, you know, these companies, these tech companies are profiting off of the time that you spend, the attention of yours that they have. Um, uh, There is, it's not to say that these, they don't provide something. And I think that's even for as lauded as uh, Newport has been for the premise of digital minimalism and his, his crusade. Um, I think he's, he's the first one to be like, I get it. It does good stuff. Um, and I think, uh, I, I think that is true. I think we can find it, but it's, and where where the where his book I think really comes in and is really helpful and I think it's why I need to like take another look is that people I mean America like our culturally we we definitely have that all or nothing mentality and so I think we get to a point where something has so sub, we've been so subsumed so taken over by this one particular thing that we're like I just have to get it out <laughs> I just have to like leave a behind and and that's that's fine but it's not necessarily feasible or helpful or conducive to your success as a person or your success as a professional so i definitely feel that i feel you there too and you know i i had ditched the the digital a number of times and bounced right back into it and this is the first time i've i've kind of stuck with it and it has affected me in other ways i don't binge netflix as much i don't binge uh, binge watch shows as much. Um, and I have had to try to make a more active decision to read actual books, which has been great. Um, of which that's one of them. I'm also reading a book called the bad seed, a a classic book called the bad seed by William March. Um, which I think I told you about this. I found it so fascinating, but there's a foreword by the writer, Anna Holmes, who I greatly respect. And the foreword is kind of all about how, the forward is all about how not female forward it is, how it's still very like um, suffers from a very misogynistic uh, viewpoint and a limited viewpoint of, of the roles of, 
of women. So that's that's my. But thank you for digital minimalism, by the way. It is. And everybody, sh- seriously, I mean, I can't pimp that book enough. But Cal Newport is just talk about a treasure. Like man, he's. I, oh, I'm so so envious. Of I mean, if the you want to have a guru, life. if you yes. want to have a guru, there's your guru right there. Well, and it's he's doing things differently. Oh, which reminds me, this is so off the topic, but. You know, Cal Newport is such a, I don't know, he's just like a rebel in some ways because he is choosing to do things differently than everyone else is, especially as an author, as someone in the public eye. And sure, a lot of people haven't heard of him, but he's a fucking New York Times bestselling author, so he's doing something, (laughs) something right. But my daughter last night was so upset because at her little hybrid school, they went around the room and they asked uh, all the kids, like, if you could have anything you wanted for yourself or get your parents anything that they wanted, what would you choose? And every single kid said they would get their parents (laughs) what they wanted. And she said she wanted what she wanted because she wants to be a changeling. She wants to change into a pony (laughs) badly, but she was devastated. She started crying and was like, I should have said what everybody else said. I should have said, get your parents, you know, something. And I was like, you know what? I love that you, because what normally happens, the first person who answered that question, they said, I want to get my parent. I would get my parents something, which set off a chain reaction of everybody saying the same thing. And when it got to Sophie, she chose differently, and she thought she was being really selfish. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, I would love to change into a pony." And you, like, that is not selfish to choose your life and like what you want. And she knows that Alex and I don't want anything. Like, we're not those people who want a bunch of stuff, but. My whole point in that is just, I think we get so kind of laser focused and tunnel vision about this is how you have to write a book. This is how you have to sell a book. This is how you have to promote a book. This is what it takes to build, you know, an author platform or put my work out there. And it doesn't like take some time to step away, innovate. And I say this all the time, but do what feels best for you. If you have a bunch of resistance around constantly being on social media or, you know, feeling so drained or there's a process in this that you don't like, then figure out another way to do it. I mean, it's really that simple. Instead of complaining about some aspect of this journey, just change it, change it. And I think that's the really exciting thing is figuring out how to kind of innovate and and do things according to what you really well, feel and it is, is best it for is you. What, what uh, you know, Newport talks about, it is what the response, uh, you know, everybody talks about wanting to get off social media and everybody kind of follows it up with the same excuse, <laughs> which is, but I have to do it. And it's like, I have do to do you? it. No, you don't. Like you absolutely don't. Um, rad. Anyway, you guys, that's February. That's romance. Uh, big thanks to Leslie of shereadsromancebooks.com. Uh, for all the new releases, check that site out as well. If you, like Leslie, are addicted to dirty talkers and happily ever afters, if you're a romance fan, that's the site to go to. That's right. Hey, thanks again for listening to The Right Way Podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment and help us continue to deliver the content you want and need. And for more information about RightWay, visit rightwayco.com to get more info on all our editorial and developmental services and sign up for our weekly newsletter where we'll be sharing exclusive content, access to digital courses, and offering proprietary resources for aspiring and established writers. 